In today's show, Bitcoin needs to reclaim these two levels to avoid another dip to $28,000. As crypto analyst Rec Capital shares here, these two Bitcoin bull market EMAs are now going to figure as a resistance. They constitute the midpoint of the macro range. Both need to be reclaimed as support for Bitcoin to enter the upper half of its macro range. And checking out this chart here, it shows you the macro high range between 60 and 65,000 with the macro low range between 30 and 35,000. Also breaking news, the Department of Justice seizes $3.6 billion in crypto and arrests two in the connection with the 2016 Bitfinex hack. But it takes a weird turn. Check it. If you ever doubt in yourself, just remember that this individual was able to hack $3.6 billion worth of Bitcoin from an exchange. Well, allegedly, right? And as pointed out here, I can't believe she held 120,000 Bitcoin. Like, what the is this razzle-dazzle simulation that we're living in? And as Nick Carter shares here, this whole thing is a psyop to make us look stupid for being hacked by the most inept criminals on earth. And as shared here, the Bitfinex hack was the best trade ever made. 119,000 Bitcoin stolen in 2017 with a value of 76 million. Bitfinex repaid the victims, the USD equivalent, over time through a recovery token. Bitfinex gets 3.6 billion, five and a half years later, so borrow 76 million, repay it slowly, and get 3.6 billion. And as the Binance CEO Shang Ping Zhao shares here, didn't have time to research it in detail. Two honest questions. Did Bitfinex lose or make money? from the hack. And Pompliano makes a great point. The U.S. government currently has more Bitcoin on its balance sheet than any other known country in the world. Facts. And also more breaking news. Russian government and central bank agree to treat Bitcoin as currency. That's right. As Pompliano shares here, breaking news. The Russian government and central bank have just reached an agreement on cryptocurrencies. According to Russia's Commerçant, both organizations will treat Bitcoin and crypto assets as currencies. And as Xu Su shares here, the funniest timeline is Russia has a spot Bitcoin ETF before the U.S. and Edward Snowden keeps dunking on America for thinking it's still a global leader on freedom. Also in today's show, FS Insight Report says a single spark could see Bitcoin 5x. Quoting them here, Bitcoin could reach $222,000 and Ethereum could reach $12,000 by the end of 2022. I'll be breaking down the latest highlights from their latest report. Also in today's show, here's what it could take for Bitcoin to rally 200% according to Invest Answers. He says to cause a big macro shock, you would need somebody trying to buy between 100 and 200,000 Bitcoin within the space of one or two weeks. And he goes on to share, we can 3x overnight. And that could realistically happen. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major alts are currently pumping and in the green. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? There's a lot going on in the market today, so let's break it down. Bitcoin may have rebounded strongly in the recent days, but its journey to new highs is only just beginning. And far from guaranteed, a new analysis suggests Updating a Twitter debate on February 9th, popular trader and analyst Rec Capital identified two key targets that Bitcoin must reclaim as support for the bulls. Now, despite being up 13% for the week on Wednesday, Bitcoin is still far from November's peak of 69,000. For Rec Capital, a longer time frame perspective puts Bitcoin in a corridor from 28 to $69,000, corresponding to the 2021 open and all-time high 
respectively. And right in the middle of those two price points are two moving averages. And thus far, Bitcoin has not won them back at support levels. And in order to have another shot at beating the highs, he argues this must become reality. As he shares here on crypto Twitter, these two Bitcoin bull market exponential moving averages are now going to figure as a resistance. They constitute the midpoint of the macro range. Both need to be reclaimed as support for Bitcoin to enter the upper half of its macro range, which you can see in the green and in the red. It shows you the macro high range between 60 and 65,000 and the macro low range between 30 and $35,000. Now turn into the shorter timeframes and the unwinding of Bitcoin's recent death cross. Construction on the daily chart has yet to show signs of entering caused by the downward sloping 50-day moving average crossing under the 200-day moving average. Death cross events often signal the start of a longer downtrend and their validity remains hotly contested. But the opposite, the golden cross construction is traditionally heralded as a sign of market strength. And taking a look at this daily chart shows that the 50-day moving average is yet to begin sloping up to meet its 200-day counterpart. So Bitcoin has nonetheless broken above the 50-day trend line this week for the first time since November's record. Let's go. And before I break down next breaking story of the day, Department of Justice seizes $3.6 billion in crypto and arrests two in connection with the 2016 Bitfinex hack. As well as more breaking news, Russian government and central banks agree to treat Bitcoin as currency, as well as FS Insight Report says a single spark can see Bitcoin 5x, as well as here's what it would take for Bitcoin to rally 200% according to Invest Answers. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major alts are currently pumping and in the green, with Bitcoin up 1.7% for the day, trading just about $44,100. We have Ether up 4%, trading just under $3,200. XRP up 5.5%, trading just under $0.89. Cents. Avalanche up 5%, trading just under $90. And Leo up a whopping 43%, trading above $7.11. But all right, now let's break down our next breaking story of the day. Authorities in the United States have made arrest and announced the seizure of $3.6 billion in crypto more than five years after the hacker stole almost 120,000 Bitcoin from the Bitfinex exchange. Now, in a Tuesday announcement, the U.S. Department of Justice said it had ordered the arrest of Ilya Lichtenstein and his wife, Heather Morgan, for allegedly conspiring to launder crypto connected to the 2016 Bitfinex hack. Now, that 120,000 Bitcoin was worth $72 million at the time the hackers breached security at the exchange in August of 2016 and now valued at more than $5.1 billion. And since the 2016 hack, individuals connected to the stolen coins have periodically moved small amounts of Bitcoin and separate transactions, leaving the bulk of the funds untouched. And the Department of Justice reported it had traced 25,000 Bitcoin of these transferred funds to financial accounts controlled by Liechtenstein and Morgan. Special agents were then able to gain access and seize more than 94,000 Bitcoin worth $3.6 billion at the time from Morgan and Liechtenstein after a search warrant allowed them to view files containing private keys to the wallet. And that's where they messed up. They put their private keys to $3.6 billion in Bitcoin on a cloud storage. Now, quoting the Department of Justice here, today's arrest and the department's largest financial seizure ever shows that cryptocurrency is not a safe haven for criminals, said Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco. In a futile effort to maintain digital anonymity, the defendants laundered stolen funds through a labyrinth of cryptocurrency transactions. Thanks to the meticulous work of law enforcement, the department once again showed how it can and will 
follow the money no matter what form it takes. An assistant attorney general for the criminal division of the Department of Justice, Kenneth Polite, added that federal authorities had the ability to follow the money through the blockchain. The announcement stated that Morgan and Liechtenstein used a variety of methods to launder the illicit crypto, including chain hopping, depositing the coins at exchanges and dark net markets and withdrawing them, and automating transactions using computer programs. In addition, the pair allegedly set up business accounts in the U.S. to legitimize their banking activity. Now, both investigative teams from the FBI and Cyber Crimes Unit of the IRS Criminal Investigation Agency said they had worked to trace the funds from the 2016 hack. And though neither agency specified how authorities were initially led to Morgan and Liechtenstein, FBI Deputy Director Paul Abbott said the agency had the tools to follow the digital trail. Now, the Department of Justice actions represent the biggest seizure of crypto by government authorities with the 2016 Bitfinex hack, one of the biggest thefts in the history of the crypto space. Authorities have charged Liechtenstein and Morgan with conspiracy to commit money laundering and conspiracy to defraud the United States. Each could face up to 25 years in prison. Now, this is what blows my mind. How is she the mastermind behind one of the largest crypto hacks in history? And also like to point out, as shared here, she also writes for Forbes about detecting cyber crime. What the? You can't make this stuff up, folks. And yeah, she is also a comedian slash rapper and goes by the name of Razzle Dazzle. So as this person says, what are we living in a simulation? And Nick Carter makes a great point. This whole thing is a psyop to make us look stupid for being hacked by the most inept criminals on earth. I mean, who holds 3.6 billion in Bitcoin on a cloud storage? That's rule number one. Never store your private keys online, you know? And as Rand points out here, the Bitfinex hack was the best trade ever made. 119,000 Bitcoin was stolen in 2017 with a value of 76 million. Bitfinex repaid the victims, the USD equivalent, over time through a recovery token, which is Leo. Then Bitfinex gets 3.6 billion five and a half years later, borrow 76 million, repay it slowly, and then get 3.6 billion. And Willie Wu chimed in, not quite. 80% of the recovered funds will be used to buy back and burn the Leo token that was issued to make customers whole over the next 18-month period. And Rand responded, not correct. The Leo token was not related to the hack. The token issued was the recovery right token, RRT. If I recall correctly, the RRT traded at under the par value most of the time as people didn't believe that Bitfinex would actually cover it. And Pompliano makes a great point. The US government currently has more Bitcoin on its balance sheet than any other known country in the world. And before I break down next breaking story of the day, Russian government and central bank agree to treat Bitcoin as currency, as well as FS Insight report says a single spark can see Bitcoin 5X as well as here's what it would take for Bitcoin to rally 200% according to Invest Answers. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sent just under that $2 trillion milestone with a whopping $356 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 41.4% with the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top gainers for the week within the top 100, we have Gala up a whopping 80%, Quant up 34%, Leo up 77.5%, Z Cash up 27% and XRP up 42.5%. But all right, now let's break down our next breaking story of the day. The government and central bank in Russia have reached an agreement on how to regulate cryptocurrencies, according to a Tuesday announcement. That's right, Russia's government and central bank are now working on a draft law that will define crypto as an analog of currencies rather than digital financial assets set to be launched on February 18th. Cryptocurrencies would function in the legal industry only if they have complete identification through the banking system or licensed intermediaries. Commerçant noted that Bitcoin transactions and possession of crypto in the Russian Federation 
moderation are not prohibited. However, they must be done through a digital currency exchange organizer, which is a bank or a peer-to-peer exchange licensed in the country. Now, the report also highlights that crypto transactions of more than 600,000 rubles, roughly worth $8,000, should be declared. Otherwise, it could be considered a criminal act. Those who illegally accept crypto as payment will incur fines. Now, this news comes after months of speculation about how the Russian government will handle digital currencies. While it is still unclear what this decision will mean for businesses and citizens in Russia, it seems that the country is slowly warming up to the idea of cryptocurrencies. Definitely a step in the right direction, wouldn't you say? Now, in January, the Bank of Russia called for a nationwide crypto ban in a report that warned about the speculative nature of the industry. The bank also stated that financial firms should not facilitate crypto transactions as a part of the proposal to ban digital assets. However, the proposal generated opposition from the Russian Ministry of Finance. A few days after the central bank's call for a ban, Ivan, a ministry official, said the government should regulate crypto rather than prohibiting it entirely. He warned that a total ban might result in Russia falling behind and technology sound familiar usa just saying reports have already emerged that president vladimir putin supports efforts to regulate the country's crypto mining sector so there you have it sleepy joe biden the ball is now in your court now as shu su points out the funniest timeline is that russia has to spot bitcoin etf before the u.s and snowden keeps dunking on america for thinking it's still a global leader on freedom. Checking out this recent tweet from Edward Snowden, the United States Department of Justice seems to be alleging this tweet was authored by a man who is holding $3 billion in stolen Bitcoin in a cloud account. You know, that place trivially accessible to the U.S. government. He makes a great point. And before I break down next story of the day, FS Insight Report says a single spark can see Bitcoin 5x as well as here's what it would take for Bitcoin to rally 200% according to Invest Answers. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my new crypto merch store, now live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, have a daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. To subscribe, visit letter.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, have a blog I update daily, which can be found at cryptonewsjess.net. Com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to help support the channel. And of course, you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms, including Spotify and Apple's iTunes. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikToks, so wherever you're at. Be sure to follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Financial research firm FX Insight predicts in a new report that the Bitcoin price could reach $222,000 and Ethereum could reach 12000 by the end of this year. Now, at the current prices, that would mean a 4 to 5x increase in price. Now, the digital assets in a post-cycle world report explains several factors that are likely to combine to drive prices to those heights by the end of the year. Compared to other cycles, it would appear that Bitcoin has not achieved what the report calls overly frothy valuations. This could be attributed to better efficiency in the market or a transition from a payment solution to a store of value. And I'll include this entire report, which is very detailed in the show notes below the video in the description. But now for some of the highlights, the lack of bubble-like prices is shown by the fact that since the May 2020 Bitcoin halving, Bitcoin's market cap peaked at an increase of just 3.7x. This is the lowest increase since the 2016 halving when the market cap peaked at an increase of 4.2x. Now the halving is when 
when the mining reward issued per block is reduced by half, decreasing the new supply coming onto the market. The 2020 halving saw block rewards go down to 6.25 BTC per block. The illiquid supply of Bitcoin, Bitcoin that has found a long-term home in storage, accounts for about 75% of the circulating supply. As they share here in the report, the current supply dynamics can best be described as a powder keg. The question remains, who lights the match? Now, ultimately, the report forecasts Bitcoin price to reach a range of 138 to $222,000 by the end of 2022. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this price prediction. Also like to point out that Max Kaiser, host of the Orange Pill Pod and Kaiser Report, predicts a $220,000 Bitcoin price by the end of the year, which is right in alignment. Now the case for Ethereum, the bullish forecast for ETH began by showing how Ethereum generated nearly $10 billion in fees in 2021. And according to the report, that is a 1,564% annual growth rate from 2020, which you can see here in this chart. Now, the ETH supply side dynamics also spell bullish signals for the analysts who noted that the burn mechanism from the implementation of Ethereum improvement proposal 1559 creates disinflationary pressure, but added, while we do not necessarily believe this will make ETH sound money, it is certainly beneficial for its price. Now, FS Insight analysts conclude that ETH is remarkably undervalued. Analysts factored in the merge, Ethereum's transition to a proof of state consensus, layer two platform development, and potential launch of exchange-traded funds to forecast a price of $12,000 per ETH by the end of 2022. Let me know if you agree or disagree with their Ethereum price prediction, and I'll be sure to include this report, Digital Assets in a Post-Cycle World, in the show notes below the video in the description. But now let's break down our final story of the day, quoting Invest Answers from a recent video. To cause a big macro shock, you would need somebody trying to buy between 100 and 200,000 Bitcoin within the space of one or two weeks. That would propel the market to 3x in a very short window of time. That's all it takes because a lot of people do actually have their crypto on exchanges, but they're not willing to sell it. There's a lot of people like me who are not willing to sell. So that metric, what's available on exchanges to sell, it's very different. But everybody has their price and the higher we go, the more sellers there will be and it will even itself out. But if again, anybody tried to buy 100 to 200,000 Bitcoin within a two-week period, we go 3x overnight and that could happen. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Invest Answers. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Roman wrote, not sure where Bitcoin will be in five days, but I know one thing, I'll take my chance with the swings for the chance of what it will be worth in five years. Amen, Roman, you make a great point. Bitcoin is a long-term play. All long-term hodlers win and are in profit big time. And our next feature comment comes from eCoin who wrote, Aloha JV, great crypto news roundup as always, just like clockwork. Hit the crypto news alert show and then hit the waves. Crypto this week is getting spicy. Let's freaking go. Cheers fam, greatly appreciate your continued support. Hoddle. Now for our third and final featured comment comes from Frank who wrote, I hope I get a chance to meet you at Bitcoin 2022 conference in Miami coming up in April. Cheers fam, I'll most definitely be there and looking forward to it. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.